Hi, this is Jacob Obadia. Uh, we'll be studying uh, chapter 5 of the Chotam Torah. This chapter uh, is about the proper respect and reverence an individual should have towards his master, or his Rav Muvhak. And this is, again, in regards to an individual's principal teacher. Halacha Aleph. Keshem she'adam mitzuveh b'chvod aviv u'yirato. Just as an individual is instructed to respect his father and to have reverence towards him, similarly he is obligated to respect and have reverence towards his master. And just by from what Harambam says, Rabbo, it's in regards to an individual's principal teacher that he received most of his Torah from this individual. And his teacher, he's obligated more than his father. We're going to see in the next halacha how that is. As his father brought him, gave him life in this world, and his teacher that taught him wisdom brings him to life in the next world. If an individual saw a lost object that was lost by his father or his teacher, his teacher has priority over his father's. If a father and his master were carrying something, carrying a burden. He should help his master unload the burden first, and then he should help his father. His father and his master, his teacher, were imprisoned. He should free his father. Sorry, he should free his teacher, and only after should he free his father. However, if his father was a student of the sages, he should free his father first. Similarly, if his father was a sage himself, even though he was not uh, at the level of his teacher, he has to return his object first. And only after that does he return the object of his teacher. And there is not a greater respect that a person can have, can do, uh, save for the respect he has for his teacher. And reverence, um, the greatest reverence an individual can have is towards his teacher. The sages taught that the reverence an individual has towards his teacher is the same rever- is, is it's similar to it is as the reverence he has towards heaven therefore the sages taught that anyone who differs from his teacher it's as if upon the shekhinah and i'm using the word differs because argue isn't really the correct way 
to explain a cholek. Rather, it's differ in terms of uh, practical application of the law, it seems. In regards to the pasuk with Tatan and Abiram, when they congregated uh, on God, uh, but they didn't really congregate on God, rather they congregated and differed from their master Moshe. So this is an example uh, of, an, of when an individual uh, differs from his master. It's as if he differ, differs uh, the Shekhinah. As it says, that's what they differed uh, and they congregated on God. Quarrels with his master, his teacher. It's as if he's doing it with Shekhinah. That the Jewish people uh, quarreled, complained, um, became angry with God. And anyone who becomes angry or annoyed with his teacher, as if he's getting angry at the Shekhinah, as again, when the Jewish people complained to Moshe, Moshe responds, you're not complaining, aren't, shouldn't be directed on me, and they're not directed on me, rather they're directed on God. And anyone who doubts or undermines his teacher, it is as if he undermines the Shekhinah. That the nation spoke about the people and about Moshe. Just a quick note. Uh, Harambam here is bringing, he brought all, all these Pesukim that Harambam brought are in regards to the Jewish people and Moshe. And without Moshe, uh, we wouldn't have Torah. And Moshe, we call Moshe, Moshe Rabbenu, Moshe, our teacher. Um, so anyone who, and anyone who teaches Torah and is a teacher who represents the Torah is part of that chain from Moshe Rabbenu. And anyone who disrespects or differs from their teacher, it's as if he is differing from the Shekhinah and from that chain of tradition following Moshe. Who is, what does it mean? Who is included in an individual who differs from his teacher? What, is, what are we talking about here when we say that a person differs from his teacher? An individual, we're talking in regards to an individual who makes himself independent from his teacher and makes his own study, establishes his own study, and get, sits and teaches without the permission of his teacher. And his teacher is still alive, even though his teacher may be in a different city. And it is prohibited for an individual to render a decision in the, uh, in the presence of his teacher. And anyone who does render a decision uh, in the presence of his teacher uh, is um, liable.
for death, to be put to death. When is this said that Amhila? We're still in if the distance in space between him and his teacher was 12 mil, one mil was um, 2,000 amot, if there was 12 mil between an individual and his teacher, and someone asked an individual something in regards to halakha, this person is allowed to answer. But to prevent someone from doing something forbidden, an individual is allowed to do that, to tell, to prevent someone, even in the presence of his teacher. Ketzad, how is, what are we talking about? How is this applied? For example, if an individual saw someone doing something forbidden, either because he didn't know something was the thing he was doing was forbidden, or because he was doing something evil. Someone is allowed to tell him that what you're doing is forbidden. Even in the presence of his teacher. Even though his teacher did not give him uh, permission to do so. As any place that there is the desecration of God's name, we don't uh, put aside honor for a teacher. When is this said? If something happened incidentally, however, to establish himself as an authority and to sit and to teach to anyone who asks, even if the one, even if the teacher is one on one side of the world, and the student is on the other side of the world, it is forbidden for him to teach and to make himself an authority until his teacher dies. Unless he receives permission from his teacher uh, to do so. However, not every individual that his teacher passed away is allowed to sit and teach Torah and transmit Torah. Unless he was a student who reached judicial rank.
וכל תלמיד שלא הגיע להוראה ומורה, and any student who did not reach judicial rank and teaches, הרי זה שוטה. This individual is a fool. רשע, he's an evil person, וגס רוח, and he's arrogant. ועליו נאמר, כי רבים חללים הפילה. אז פסוק משלה says, as she has cast down many corpses. וכן חכם שהגיע להוראה ואין מורה, similarly, a, a, a sage who reached judicial ring but doesn't teach, he is refraining people from learning Torah. And is putting stumbling blocks before blind people. And on this person, Mishlech says, and it's actually the continuation of the Pasuk, and she has slain many strong ones. Now this is very interesting because this was a problem, clearly, um, that, Haram, that was, Harambam was facing in his time. And it was something that other sages of Harambam's time remarked about these types of people. These students, small students, that have not been filled up with Torah properly, and they request to be um, great in the eyes of the uneducated and in the eyes of the people in their city, and jump and run to sit at the head uh, to judge and to teach in Israel. These are the people that actually cause more strife and more uh, and more um, disagreements. And these are those, who, and these people are destroying the world. And they are extinguishing the flame of Torah. And they're destroying the, vine, the vineyard of God. And upon these people, Shalom said, Foxes have overtaken us and have grabbed hold of us. Small foxes that are destroying the vineyards. And today, unfortunately, uh, this is a problem as well. And it is forbidden for a student to call his teacher by his name. Even not in his presence. And he's not allowed to say their name explicitly in his presence, and, or even to call others that, have, that share the same name as their teacher uh, in a similar way that, that he does with his father. Rather, he should change their name a little bit, even after they pass away. 
Vehu, Shayi Hashem Peli. This is only said in regards to if the name was a rare name. Shekol Hashomei Yodea Shehu Peloni. That anyone who hears uh, would know that he's talking about um, this teacher. Lo yiten shalom darabo, o yahzir lo shalom, kiderech. He should not greet his teacher or return his greeting as he does with his friends or with any other person. Ella, rather, he should bend over a little bit before him. He should say to him with reverence and respect, Peace be unto you, teacher. Or, Hello. But if his teacher greeted him first, he should return to him and say, Peace be unto you, teacher. And similarly, in the skipping in the same line of this respect factor, a person should not remove his tefillin in the presence of his teacher. And he should not lean heavily to one side. He should sit as if he's sitting before a king. A person should not pray in front of his teacher or behind his teacher, either as if he's greater or as if he's praying to his teacher if he was sitting behind him. Or not, on, or not sideways parallel to his teacher, as if he's equal to him. And obviously, uh, a person should not, uh, it's forbidden for an individual to walk at his side. He should be a little bit behind his teacher. And he should not give his back to him. And then he should pray. He should, and after he gives his, he should not give his back to him. Um, he should not be directly parallel uh, behind him. And after that, he should pray. And he should not enter the bathhouse with his teacher. Student should not sit in the place of his teacher. And should not um, establish his words uh, in his presence. Or decide an argument in his favor while he's there. And should not sit before him until the teacher says, Sit. Ah. And he should not make the decision in his say decision in his favor. Really store at devaraving is not allowed to contradict his words. And he should not sit before him until the teacher says sit. And he should not uh, stand before his teacher. Unless his teacher tells him to stand, or unless he receives permission from his teacher. And when he gets up from his teacher, 
You should not give us back to him. You'd go backwards while facing him and should not give him his back. And he is obligated to stand before his teacher. And he sees him and he enters his line of sight. Unless he, until he A person is obligated to, again, stand before his teacher when he enters his line of sight and remain standing until his master's figure disappears and he can't see him anymore. And only then uh, should he sit down. An individual is obligated to receive or go visit his master uh, on the holiday. One of the holidays, one of the hagim. One of the three regalim. Yod bet. En hulkein kavod le talmid mifne harab. Ela imken haya derech rabbo lachalok lakavod. It is improper to give honor to his students in the presence of his teacher, unless his teacher would give honor to his student. And all of the things that a servant does for his teacher, a student, sorry, that a, that a servant does for his master, a student does for his teacher as well. And if they happen to be in a place that he is unknown and he has no tefillin for himself because he's afraid that he might be mistaken for a slave, he's not obliged to buckle or remove his master's shoes because the people might think that he's a slave. Anyone who prevents a student from serving his master, rendering service for his master, is depriving him of kindness and takes away or removes the yoke of heaven from him. Any student who uh, takes lightly uh, serving and rendering service to his teacher causes the Shekhinah to leave Israel. Because if an individual does not have the proper reverence to his teacher or for the Torah, and reverence towards heaven will disappear as well. 
החיות ג' ראה את רבו עובר על דברי תורה If a student saw his teacher um, If a student saw his teacher transgressing the words of Torah, it's it implies that the student noticed that his teacher said something in different difference to something he previously taught in the words of Torah. He should say respectfully, Teacher, did you teach us this? And anytime he mentions a teaching from him, his teacher, he says, Teacher, you taught us this and this. And he should not say anything that he did not hear from his teacher. Unless he says the individual who taught it. When his teacher passes away, he must tear his, all his clothing until he reveals his heart. And he does not sew it back together, uh, just as a person would do uh, for his parents. And he will see uh, the exact procedure and protocol. This is only said in regards to a teacher, an individual's principal teacher, that he received most of his knowledge from him. However, if an individual did not receive most of his knowledge from him, he is called a tamid haver, a colleague or a student colleague. And all of the honor that we mentioned before uh, is only in regards to a principal teacher, not a student colleague. However, he still must stand before him. And he must tear his clothes uh, when he passes away Sim in a similar fashion that he tears for the other relatives aside from his parents, that in that he does not reveal his heart, rather he makes the kiri'ah the length of a tefah, a fist, the size of a fist. Even if he only learned from him one thing, Ben Katan, Ben Gadol, Omed Milifana, the Korea Allah, must stand before him and he must tear his clothes when he passes away. And any student of the sages that his mind is in the proper place, or his even his midot, his actions, his behavior is proper. He is not allowed to speak in the presence of someone that's greater than him in wisdom. 
even though he didn't necessarily learn anything from him. If a principal sage of someone wanted to forego all of the honor that we said, or any of them, or one of his students, or for all of his students, he has the right to do so. Even if he decided to forego all of these honors, student is obligated to honor him. Even if he decided and chose to forego all of these honors, it doesn't, um, the student still is obligated in the honor of the teacher. So just as students are obligated in the respect and honor of their teacher, so too a teacher has to respect his students and to bring them closer, to develop a relationship with them. This is what the sages said. A, the respect of your students should be dear unto you, just as uh, the respect of your friend is dear unto you. And a person should be very careful with his students and to love them or feel responsible for them. <coughs> These students um, are the students in this world, and they gain benefit from a teacher in this world and in the next world. The students add wisdom to a sage and broaden his intellect in his heart. The sages said, I gained a lot of wisdom. From my colleagues more than my teachers. And from my students more than anyone. Just as a small branch catches fire and lights a bigger branch, so too, a small student sharpens his teacher. Until he, um, as, a, when a, as a student, when he asks questions to the teacher, he sharpens the teacher's knowledge in a beautiful manner.